everybody. Welcome to week six of our Lent podcast. My name is Lindsay, and I'm the community director at New City Matthews. The purpose of this podcast has been for us to dive into and have conversations and explore the season of Lent in order to prepare our hearts for Easter. So each week of the podcast, we have been discussing one topic about Lent. So I'm here today with my friend, Melissa Lewis. Melissa, I'm so glad that you're here. Um, Do you mind giving us a short introduction of yourself and tell us about who you are? Sure. Yeah. Like you said, my name is Melissa Lewis. Um, I have been part of New City now on staff for about three and a half years, um, and I currently work in our serve department. Um, in my personal life, I'm married to Todd. We got married during the pandemic, so oh, that was wow. fun towards the beginning of it. Um, and we have one son, Peter, who is seven and a half months. Oh, so wow. We're in I have the throes ask, of new parenthood. Yes. I'll have to ask you about your wedding sometime. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what do you do in the surf department? Uh, I am the director of um, local okay. serve, which is really anything we're doing here in Charlotte, helping with those partnerships um, and the outreach that we're doing to our community. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. All right. So Melissa, um, this week we are going to be talking about service. So serving and what that looks like in this Lent season. So kind of want to start it off with some basic questions and kind of want to define service and serving. So when we say that word, what do we mean? Yeah. um, For the purposes of Lent, as we had talked about, um, we had defined service as a way of offering resources, Mm -hmm. time, influence or expertise for the care of others. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So wait, resources, time, expertise, and influence. influence. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's a very holistic, big picture view of it. Or it covers like every angle. Yeah. And I love it. And I love the, oh, the that's good. part at the end that for the care of others. Yes. That's really so good. There's a thought behind it. Like, yeah. what am I doing? What? Yes. What so. am I doing and why? Oh, I love that. Actually, that's really good. I haven't heard that. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, why do you, why are we talking about service during Lent? Yeah. So traditionally with Lent, there's kind of the three main focuses, which is prayer, fasting, and giving. Um, And Mm. so you could look at service as part of that giving. So of course it could be financial giving, um, but it could also be giving of yourself. So all those things, even we just talked about giving of your time, giving of your talents, um, giving of the influence and expertise that you have. So, um, so it fits really well into what a typical say Lent, um, observation would be. Um, and it's an outflow just of, as we reflect on God and what he's given to us, um, we want that to flow out. That's really good. Yeah. I think in my life I've had a small view of serving or like serving is just my time or it's, Mm -hmm. I need to go and serve, which is great. But I feel like this definition, I'm still stuck on it. (laughs) Like, I feel like it's just, it's really big and it's bigger and it's the whole of how God created you and the whole of your mind and your body and your gifts. Um, Also your money financially, but much more than that. So yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love the connection to giving as part of the Lent season. That's really good. Um, Why, Melissa, like, why would you say serving others is so important to our lives as believers? Yeah, I think... um we're called by God Mm. to love him and to love others. So Jesus um, says that those are the two greatest commandments. Uh, That's actually what the uh, devotional this week focused on this idea and that um, we really can't separate love and service. Um, I mean, Jesus was the servant, um, like the ultimate servant. Um, He came and came for us in that respect and that's how he loved us. And so I think in order for us to love others, to love God, um, we're called to serve. It's meant to be kind of embedded. Even what you were saying, mm. this definition we were talking about, it's so holistic. It's 
meant to be part of our lives, interwoven with everything that we do. And so not having, like you said, as narrow a view, but mm-hmm. understanding that service is much That's bigger really than that. Yeah. I was taught like in youth group growing up that we are most like Jesus when we give our lives away. Mm-hmm. And so just like this model of yeah. Christ and um, we are most like him when we love, like his love is modeled through the way we serve. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I would love to hear, Melissa, just maybe a time when this has impacted you, but can you share a time when serving others or giving your life away in this way has um, impacted you? Yeah. um, I thought about this a lot um, when Mm -hmm. I saw this question and I was thinking like a lot of the most impactful moments that I've had in Mm -hmm. service have actually really been smaller ones. It's been less probably even about what I've been doing um, and more just about seeing God move in those moments, seeing him move amongst um, maybe the person that I'm, interacting with, where the relationships are. Um, One of the things that even came to mind, just something recent, um, I get to head up this project we do in the summer with students called Mission Charlotte, and um, we go into a local community and do a little summer camp, and the students really plan it all, so my service in it is really more to them and setting them up, but I just remember um, one that we did recently um, where one of the girls was saying at the end, she was probably eight years old. I can't wait to come back tomorrow and hear the rest of the Bible story, you know, hear what's going to happen. And, you know, it's such a small thing, but man, if, if this service we're doing is impacting one life that way, um, and they're getting to know Jesus, that is amazing. And so I think it's things like that, um, that have probably been most impactful for me rather than like big numbers or, Mm. um, big acts of service, but just knowing that God is using um, me or using others. And, and I think just the privilege that it is that he would choose to do that with us. I love that. That's really beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. And it's everything we do matters, you know, and it's like, um, I don't know. I can, I think it can be so easy to focus on the big moments, but I appreciate your, you know, you drawing us to, Hey, those smaller moments and those smaller stories and they have an impact. Yeah. Yeah, And I think, you know, like on the other side, receiving, other yes. people's service. A lot of times it has Ooh, been good. the small things. I think I've like understood in some ways being served in a whole new way when I became a mom, um, just because Ooh, I needed so much help or I felt that that need and it can be really humbling, but it was amazing. Even just like somebody bringing a meal was so impactful for me to feel so loved by something that seems so simple and small. Yeah. Um, and so it makes me realize too that, yeah, my acts of service don't have to be grand gestures necessarily, but just meeting somebody where they're at and what they yeah, need. That's good. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, that helped me to think a lot about when we're even considering how to serve best. Yes. You know, that's good. And did you mention, you said it was uncomfortable for you to receive that service or just a that kind bit. of, yeah, it, it can feel a little bit. Um, but I think also like, that's a place where mm. we get to see God in action awesome. in our own lives. Um, so if God's asking me to serve, I feel like he's also asking those around me too. And if we're going to live in community like that, I better be ready to receive it as well. And so, um, so it is, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to ask for or to, to need, but I think it's really part of a healthy body. I love that. Yes. I was just thinking that while you were talking, I was like, I think it's a part of our role as being in community and being in like kinship with each other is that we help carry one another's burdens and we bring meals when we're hungry and, um, so yeah, that was really, I love when you said community. I was like, oh, this yeah. feels, this like looks like the perfect picture of what community looks like. 
Um, okay, so I know you mentioned this previously. You talked about Christ, uh, but I would love to hear maybe some scriptures or what Jesus has to say about serving others. I think yeah. it's all over the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's plenty. Um, I had kind of pulled out a few that I thought were really good kind of summary maybe of how Jesus talks about service or how we see um, Jesus as servant. Um, one of my kind of favorite verses is um, Mark 10, 45, um, mm. where it says, for even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. So um, that was his purpose. You know, mm. he came to serve. And, um, and I love that uh, about Jesus. He says that about himself. Um, I love, everybody probably thinks of this, the example that he gives at the Last Supper. It's the night before, you know, he is um, crucified and he is washing his disciples' feet. Um, and he reminds them, like, I am setting this example for you that you could go and do this for others as well. And so he doesn't just do it, um, but he also, you know, commissions his followers to be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that's such a beautiful thing. And I actually think what we were just talking about, you know, yeah. is it hard to receive service sometimes? Yes. It's like, you think about Peter, like oh being my like, goodness. no, Lord, don't wash my yes. feet. Um, and yet yep. Jesus kind of insists on it and he ultimately mm. humbles himself and receives it. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. And then, uh, I don't, one of the, the passages that came to mind that I really love too is um, Jesus and Peter, right before Jesus ascends again to heaven, after he's been raised. Um, and he asks them three times, if you love, do you love me? Um, and when and Peter says yes, Jesus says, "Well, then you know, care for my flock or feed my sheep." Um, and so he is sending him out to do these to, to care, um, to care for others. And so you know, his some of his last words potentially to his followers are even like, "Hey, serve those around you um, because you love me too." And like that. that's the that's the outflow. Um, I love so, that. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I love that scene too because. Um, Jesus is like on the beach, aren't they on a beach or something? And he makes them breakfast, (laughs) which I just, I love that like around a fire. And it just, that to me feels like I'm going to serve you and I'm going to serve you food. (laughs) I always just love that, that picture in that scene, but you're right. It's really powerful. The kind of the last words he tells them and commissions them with. That's really good. Yeah. Um, the one other one that really like stands out to me from his word is in Matthew 25. And, Mm. um, this is when he talks about the final judgment. Um, and so when he comes back, he talks about separating um, the goats from the sheep and that those that have given to the least of these, who have treated the least of these well, so give them a cup of water to drink, giving them food to eat, um, those are his true followers. Those are the ones he's going to recognize in the final days um, and to receive into his kingdom. And those who didn't do those things, um, you know, are going to be, are going to experience eternal judgment. And so that's that's pretty hard. Like mm-hmm. a lot of it, we yeah. think of this happy, like, oh yeah, Jesus says love and go and serve. But, you know, there's this other side of it that if we're not, if our faith is not being lived out through service, if we're not seeing that in our lives, you know, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a harsh reality yeah. um, on yeah. the other side. Yeah. So we're not doing it to earn his sure. um, favor. That's important to remember. Um, but it's an outflow of his grace and his love Yeah, and that, you know, so. Yeah. That's good. Well, along those lines, what, like, how do we live a life of service? Like, what does it practically look like to live a life of service? Yeah. I think what we were, what we were talking about, again, I'll go back to that definition again, even is like offering resources, time, influence, or expertise for the care of others. Um, And so I think, you know, we, we could start at home, you know, serving Mm. your family, um, your roommates, whoever you live with, or maybe it's your neighbors. Um, 
we have opportunities, of course, to serve within the church a lot of times, um, to serve one another. Um, you know, the example I gave of meals, like a lot of the people yes. who brought me meals, um, were, were friends from church, uh, people within mm-hmm. the, within our body, um, but then out into the community or world. And so, you know, I think that can feel really overwhelming when you're like, oh, I got to serve all of these different places, but hopefully we're working it into a rhythm, um, Ooh, I like of that. how we're living and, and saying like, this isn't, this isn't meant to be an extra. This is meant to be part of how I live my life. Oh, that's so, good. Um, and we do, you know, at, at church, of course, like plug for the serve department, right? What we do mm-hmm. offer and try to try to help um, put people in the right, you know, opportunities to be able to serve others in the community and the world. So um, if that's something you're interested in, we do, you know, yeah, we do look for, for ways to encourage that or to provide those spaces. Um, so, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Something you said really stuck to me. Um, you talked about rhythms. Cause I think yeah. like the pushback, um, and the tension I feel sometimes is like, and I'll just say it, it's like, I, I'm busy, you know what I yeah. mean? And, and that's a cliche, but it's like, I have so many commitments and things. And, but I love what you're saying, Melissa, cause you're like, it should be a rhythm. It should be who you are and just how you, your outflow, you know, and how you're living your life instead of these scheduled, like now I will serve. It's like, we are servants. Yeah. Does that make sense? Is that yeah. okay? I think so too. And I think that's where, you know, thinking about the ways you can serve even those around you I love that, that are already part of your life. I love that. Um, it's a good place to start. It's good. Um, and then some of those, cause it's true. We're all busy. Yes. Like it can be hard to say like, okay, I'm going to commit to this every week or every, you know, month, but, uh, but are there ways I do think it's important to challenge ourselves to go a little bit beyond those that are closest to us. Because sometimes it's also the easiest to serve those closest to us. Um, And we should be. uh, But, you know, thinking about ways that we can get a little outside of that. I think it can be a challenge. But Yeah, no, um, that's really great. And it feels like self-centered, you know, I'm calling myself out. You know, where it's just like this is, um, it fits my convenience, you know, versus sacrificing and and giving time away or... Um, and that's why I like that definition so much because it's, it's, it t- is talking about a rhythm and it is talking about living your life and in like a bigger picture, you know, instead of just kind of seeing service in this little, you know, yeah. confined space. Yeah. So. And I think considering, you know, we should all consider our life stage that we're in yes, and we should consider, good. you know, what are our, what does our time look like? You know, yeah. what are, what yep. resources do we have? Um, what expertise do we have? Because that's the thing too is I don't think God is calling us to all serve in exactly the same way. Like that's, we don't all need to get involved in the English, you know, ministry, teaching English, or we don't all need to um, tutor kids or do things like that. But and those are great things to do, and and hopefully some of us are called to that. But um, there's so many, so many other gifts um, that we can be using, and so not feeling like I need to serve the way that you serve, um, and that. vice versa. Yes, that's awesome. Well, along those lines, kind of as we wrap up, what would you just would what would you say to someone who wants to live like a posture of service, but maybe doesn't know where or how to start? Yeah. Would you tell them to start there? Yeah, I think considering considering your own life, like who you are, how God's gifted you, um, come you know, come, like I said, come to talk to us in the serve department. We'd love to, um, but or talk to you know your community group leader or whoever um, that may know of some ideas. But but really, just sort of taking inventory um, of how God's created you, uh, made you unique, um, and then looking um, and taking a moment to just reflect on what God's already doing around you. Um, you know, joining God in what he's already doing I is really, uh, really what he's asking us to do. Amen. That's really great. Well, speaking of opportunity, uh, I don't know if you want to chat real quick about the food drive that yeah. we're, you know, t- 
taking place that's taking place at both campuses. Yeah, yeah. For another Sunday here, um, April 2nd, we will be continuing to collect food for Common Heart. Um, so this is part of our Lent at New City kind of surf project. So we did the Hunger Walk earlier in March, and now we're collecting food for Common Heart to help and local hunger. So our goal is um, 2,500 pounds of food, which is about oh, wow. 3,000 meals. Oh, wow. Yes. So, Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank so you. We would love to invite bring y'all to, to bring bring things. If you go to Costco this week, just pick yes. something up. They <laughs> love it. Thanks, Melissa. Um, anything else that you would want people listening uh, to know or think about during the Lent season? I don't think I've got anything else. I think we awesome. covered some I think stuff. we did. I know. I think that was great. Um, so, Melissa, would you mind closing us in some prayer? Yeah, our absolutely. Time together? Sure. Uh, Father God, uh, thank you so much, Lord, for being the God who models service to us. God, thank you for sending Jesus um, that he might come and um, be a servant. Um, show us what service looks like. Show us, Showing us how to love you and to love others. Um, God, I pray that as we are taking time to reflect during this Lent season, God, that part of that would be reflecting on how you've designed us um, to be servants as well. Um, so open our eyes to the ways around us that we can serve others um, and also soften our hearts, make us humble to receive the service of those around us who who love us as well. Uh, make us a body of Christ at New City that just um, resembles um, the way that you would you would call us to live, resembles the relationship that you have with Jesus, Father, that um, you serve one another, um, that we would serve each other in the same way, um, and that you would use us in our city and in our world. Um, we just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, just as a reminder, New City has resources available to guide you through the rest of this Lent season that are available on our website, lentproject.us. And you can also find us on Instagram at newcity.us. Mm-hmm.